Folks, welcome back to a brand new episode of Trainwreck tonight. We're all the way up to 202. I'm your host, General, joined with Maniac tonight on this beautiful Wednesday evening in Buffalo, New York. Show sponsor, Outlet Liquor. It's the place to buy a case. What's your outlet? And we also have a very special, multiple guests tonight, the owners of Game On Sports locally here in West New York and the hosts of the Encore podcast. But Maniac, you know what we're talking about first. And that was the breaking news coming out of Buffalo this morning. And that is the Buffalo Blue Jays are coming back to Buffalo June 1st, playing home games at Salem Field. No doubt. We got a lot to go, Al. We got that opening. We got the Buffalo Bills making draft moves. You got Bean talking in the press today. And of course, you got the Sabres exceeding everyone's expectations in this post-Kruger era. So a ton to talk about with the Game On Boys. And we'll talk about the hijinks they get into managing other people playing sports. They're basically refs and owners of the league all in one. So a lot to talk there. But I think we can only say two words, Al. Let's Follow me into the great unknown where pink flamingos grow. Diet soda falls and what you take magically regenerates on supermarket shelves. The ovens clean themselves. You don't pay. Outlet Liquor is your place to buy a case. Stock up and save when you shop the lowest prices available every day at Outlet Liquor. You never have to wait for a sale. The more you buy, the more you save. Only at Outlet Liquor. What's your outlet? What's your outlet, maniac? Like we said, show sponsor, Outlet Liquor. And folks, as you know, that was the uh, the big deal that we signed, what about a week and a half, two weeks ago now, with Outlet Liquor here at the corner of it, Patrick Lane and George Urban. And I could not be more fired up, Maniac, that's someone, you know, Rich, so excited to work with. And I think I first sent him an email two and a half years ago now. And it, hey, it took two and a half years, but locked in the two-year deal. I'm not even gonna lie. I had become. I know we talked about it two weeks ago, but this is kind of the first time you're on Trainwreck tonight with them as a sponsor. And obviously, this is gonna go two years in the future, so it's worth mentioning. But you had talked about them so much. I'm not even gonna lie. It kind of like numbed me out about them. I was like, well, there's no shot. Like on Outlet Liquor, they're just gonna be a constant like ask them nothing, ask them nothing. 
And then it just kind of erupted like a volcano, but it was your constant activity. And it was really a similar vision from Rich, right? I mean, it sounds like yeah. what their team is doing. I mean, again, we're, we're, we're producing sports content, going live to these events, you know, getting that and they're, you know, getting awesome drinks at great cost, two different things, but the vision and the passion for both are very similar. I feel like. Yeah, I know. Rich has talked about, you know, how he's starting to see some of our stuff on social media and he mentioned that's a big thing for all that liquor. It's to, you know, really start working on their Twitter pages, uh, Instagram, having some, you know, burrs on the rocks live at outlet liquor, things like that. Maybe doing some special happy hours there. So yeah, really excited to see what the next uh, two years brings with uh, outlet liquor. We'll see. Yeah. We'll have to see when the, when we resign the deal, this is kind of like our Josh Allen rookie deal for outlet liquor, right? Yeah. Here. We're in, we got our couple of years. We're excited. We're bopping around about it, but obviously we want to do a good job. We want to prove ourselves So shout out to all the viewers out there, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook for making it happen. And speaking of ownership, Al, speaking of making it happen in Western New York, we're bringing on a team that has done basically exactly that. Yeah, game on sports here in Western New York. We got Brandon, we got Timothy, we got Marty. There they are. How you doing tonight, guys? Hey, how's it going, guys? And Carl, referee Carl jumping on here. <laughs> this podcast has become official with a referee. No, thank you, gentlemen, for coming on. Obviously, a lot of sports, a lot of activity on your guys' side of things. How is uh, the early part of 2021 treated you boys here before we get into the topics? Uh, things are going well. We started our football league. Uh, we didn't run anything for the most part last year. So uh, football league started uh, early April, and then we're about a week out from our kickball and softball leagues. Uh, starting next week. So we have softball going on Tuesdays and Thursdays and kickball Monday, Tuesday, Thursday at the Outer Harbor at Wilkinson Point, and then Wednesdays and Thursdays at Delaware Park. And speaking of cornhole, coming up at the end of the month, obviously, Trainwreck's going to be looking at this. We might be sending our top uh, representative a la Mortal Kombat, but we got cornhole at Canal Side. So my question's going to be, how, how strictly are the rules going to be enforced and can everyone bring their own bags? So we will provide bags for you. Uh, there's a competitive division and a recreational division. And I imagine the rec league, if you were particular about your own bags, you can bring them. The competitive one, you're going to have to use the, the, the ones that have the felt side and the ones that have the rough side in order to participate. Okay. Okay. And, I mean, we know from experience, Trainwreck knows what it takes to win a game on event. Obviously, they're a photo from our kickball tournament in 2019. I was doing a lot of arguing with the refs those days, and they were uh, they were maintaining their composure. So shout out to those boys. But uh, and, like, how is this different now versus how it was two years ago? I guess before again before we get into the Blue Jays, Savers, and Bills talk, you're obviously running this business, and obviously people want to get out and get involved in the, in this action. Yeah. So I mean, I think the big thing, obviously, uh, COVID is social distancing is an issue. There's not a lot of hanging out at the fields. Uh, as soon as people's games are over, they get to disperse and get out of there. Uh, we have to stagger the start time, so 50 minutes in between each game to get people to clear the fields and time for people to come in. Um, masks have been uh, something that we've had to, you know, police on the sidelines. And um, it's fine on the fields, but on the sidelines, people have to be wearing masks. Uh, those are all things that were required by the city and the county and the state in order for us to get our permits to operate. So just like, uh, you know, and this question is for anybody, obviously, but just like the restrictions are kind of rolling back. I mean, again, anyone's guess as to what, you know, is going to happen next and what decision is going to be made. But 
Is it like, are you guys looking at each at every one of these when they come out and thinking like, oh, this could be one that benefits us? Yeah, we're keeping our yeah, yeah, so yeah, we're keeping our eye on it every single time we see something pop up. If it's on Twitter on the news or someone catches a whiff of some report that's coming out, we're sending it to all three of us. And what we're going to do is we're doing our best to abide, as Tim said, by New York State guidelines. And as they change, we we change. Meaning, we want we want to abide by their guidelines, but we also want to make sure that if they are loosening things up and it falls in line with what we can do, we want to provide our players the experience that they were used to two years ago where they can kind of go out there and have fun mingle. I think everyone on this, everyone on here right now wants, I miss, I miss massive crowds. And I, I used to not like them. And I'm at a point right now where I want to get in the middle of a bunch of people, everyone, you know, hang out, have a lot of fun. And I think our leagues are the same where, you know, we looked at, we look at pictures two years ago at our, at some of our sponsor bars and it's just jam packed shoulder to shoulder. And, you know, hopefully as things get going, we can get back to that point. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but in Maniac, your leagues last year, but my league last softball league got was canceled. I mean, I didn't have anything last year, so we're we're back this year, though. I know that, and but I believe like the batter has to wear a mask, the pitcher I believe still has to wear a mask. I don't know what you know different rules you guys got to go by, but yeah, that's what we're back this year. But after it was a pretty yeah pretty crappy twenty twenty. Yeah, well, I mean, for our outdoor sports, while you're playing, um, you don't have to have a mask on. But on the sidelines, if you can't maintain social distance, you have to have a mask. And as you see, Marty, and that's my child in the background. Um, if, as you can see, Marty. I thought that was the time vortex literally ripping on this bomb here. Look at this. Look at him just unfurl an absolute missile. Oh! Oh, Shout out to John Langley of uh, Philly Special for that toss there. And then, of course, you got you got the the greatest highlight right here. Team Trainwreck arguing with the ref. <laughs> Kyle, forty-seven foot Kyle with the special right there. You guys, I mean, speaking of that tournament, you won. You had a massive turnaround. You guys, you know, I think you were down a player your first game. You lost your first game, and from there on out, you just cruised your victories from. We were the talking about it. Life. It was, I mean, I don't want to exaggerate, but it was like a band of brothers situation on our <laughs> sideline. It was just next person up. Everybody was Richard Winters when we were looking for leadership. But yeah, no, it was a great event by you guys. And you took all of my arguing in stride, which is always huge. And I always enjoy that. But uh, with that said, arguing is not anything that anybody in Buffalo is doing about baseball and Major League Baseball being back. Al, someone call Cowboy Hova because this is just a hell of a day. Yeah, oh, he already called me after he got to work today. He's so fired up. And I feel like that was our highlight of 2020 last year because we weren't able to do you know any live shows, anything like that, and to be able to be at Seneca One Tower and enjoy that summer of Blue Jays baseball was great. And now fans are going to be able to see them in person. Hopefully we're back at Seneca Tower, but yeah, tons of uh, great memories last year doing that. Seriously, I mean, whether it's up on the 26th floor or partying with, with the champagne when they made the playoffs, I mean, we were both Yankees fans. Guys, where do your fan allegiances lie as far as baseball is concerned? Yankees. Yeah, yeah. I grew up in Albany, so kind of like the middle of you're either a Red Sox fan, a Mets fan, or a Yankees fan, and uh, I grew up loving Jeter and following those teams, you know, in the early 90s. I'll give credit. I'll give credit. Where, sorry, I'll, I'll give credit where it's due to our guy Ty B. Because a lot of people in Buffalo are Yankees fans, and there are even some Red Sox fans we know of. Al, there are even some Mets fans we know. Yep. Of. Very few Blue Jays fans, and of course Cowboy Hova and Ty B. Two of the most dedicated we know. Yeah, but I'm not gonna lie. Even being a Yankees fan, I was still able to 
cheer. Baseball in Buffalo, it. let's get behind it for That's sure. They were say. an upstart bunch. Mm-hmm. They were constantly underdogs last year, but Ty B was giving you some numbers when he was bragging about them during happy hour. How much better were they in Buffalo versus everywhere else? This was unbelievable. Check this out on trainwrecksports.com if you haven't already. But yeah, Ty B was talking about this. The most apparent difference between the Jays' home and away performance was their batting. At Salem Field, the team hit 276 while batting just 239 everywhere else. And the craziest stat of all this was, in fact, the Jays scored 16 more runs in Buffalo in eight less games than on the road. That's insane. I'm not smaller, is it? I'm just going to say that I'm not really big into like the baseball. So do you think the AAA stadium has – Anything to do with that? Is it the distance or what? I think, no. I think we thought originally yes, but then we looked into it and the dimensions were like exactly the same as like a standard ballpark. Like they ranked it amongst all the ballparks and it was like the eighth easiest to hit in or something. Now the wind gets blowing out to those throughways. That's a whole other discussion now because we saw some absolute bombs to left center field off that night last year. Oh yeah, bombs headed towards the 190, but yeah. You look at the dimensions. I mean, that the 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 Bison's field was meant to be made for potentially a major league baseball team. So, yeah, the, the the stands behind the home plate they made that so they could just add a whole nother deck on top of it and just build right on top of it. If they yeah, so I mean they were potentially for that. I think. And I know we we've made it a policy here on Train Our Sports. We do not get into politics, anything, but policies are coming out and. What's going on with the with the Blue Jays games? Because I think today they released that there's going to be what five to six thousand fans. But then you have the Cuomo press conference today, where if like there's a vaccination event or whatever, anyone who's been vaccinated, there's no limits. Did, did everyone else see that? Or am I yes. looking crazy? It, it, so it's just like when, <laughs> like what the hell is going on? It was just like when Mark Polenkarts came out with the announcement about if you're vaccinated, you can go to a Bills game. And then Cuomo says something a day later. It's the same thing that happened today. 4,000 or something fans allowed at Salem Field, but then Cuomo literally two hours later goes, yeah, baseball is back if you're vaccinated. <laughs> right? Isn't that what he said? Yes. It is so, like, it's so, like, it's so funny to hear you say it because it sounds so much different than when he says it. I mean, those are literally uh, what the tweet said pretty much. Baseball is back in America. If you're va- I mean, at, at Yankee Stadium, they're going to split up the vaccinated people with the non-vaccinated people or split oh, up those two crowds. So, yeah. Right. That's going to go over well. And the while 90s, we – The smoking, not smoking, basically. We're going yeah. – we're just going to do vaccinated, non-vaccinated spot. Now. Yep. I mean, it's pretty crazy. You got people who are arguing that's how it should be already. So there's going to be no shortage of debate over the next couple of weeks on how it should be because obviously that's starting at the beginning of June. They got three series penciled in so far, but – the realistic thought, Al, is they could be here till the end of August. Yes, it could. Oh, I mean, I'm expecting them to realistically to probably play in Buffalo until the season's over again. Honestly, yeah, we yeah. we were speculating that last year. I mean, again, not to not to always do the the past forecast, but talking about the runs that the Blue Jays put up in Buffalo, I'm sure Tim oh. Tim and Brandon, you guys have seen some ridiculous games on your end, whether it was kickball, softball, some ridiculous. Sort of, any ridiculous uh, endings? Any ridiculous hijinks in any of those games that get into the over under forties? In terms of uh, just like score, uh, probably the one that comes to mind was the the Wanderers uh, Barracudas yep. and Brandon that uh, the one guy Frank uh, scrambled at QB for about three minutes to burn off the clock to win by one point in, a ch- in the championship game <laughs> where he was. 
something like so you get the way the league works is you get six downs uh if you throw to a female twice over the course of five downs you get the extra six down so with about four i like this league i'm not gonna lie that's pretty sick rule so with about like five minutes left uh he just said to his team he's like all right guys i got this and he's like i'm just gonna run out the clock and he just scrambled for like five like over the course of like two or three downs he just scrambled and they they couldn't catch him I said we had like an ice bowl a couple of years ago too. The ground was it was the game we lost. We were like a we were like yeah. a number two rated team, a number two seed, and the bottom seed, one of the bottom seeds, played us. And it was it was an ice bowl because you, your spike the ground was so hard, your spikes wouldn't go in. It was frozen solid, so you couldn't do cuts or anything. They ended up winning that game. Their next game they played, it was it went into a six overtime game, and it was That's just right. back. About that. It was amazing and no one could cut no one could do anything it was just ice skating across it and finally ended on like a, I think like a 20 yard pass from Pickens I believe to uh, end the game but that was just yeah. nuts the number seven seed made it all the way to our finals to play the number one seed the Wanders and they held them pretty tight but the Wanders ended up pulling out on top but that was a, uh, a Cinderella story that we had about four or three years ago yeah that would have been fall of 2018 all of 2018, a Cinderella story like the transit drive-in. That was uh, that 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 was UB over West Virginia territory there. But I was yeah. gonna say, speaking of skating, not really cutting or doing anything. That's basically how you can describe the first two thirds of the Sabre season. Yes. Basically, Kruger and them have done nothing. But recently, guys, I mean, yeah. post Kruger, we've seen it's a different team. Let's face it; they have life. Uh, but the real question is. Has Al watched a game in the last three weeks? <laughs> That's okay. That's like, I mean, I'm just going to say I went to a spot in Buffalo that has more than five TVs, and this was in the last two weeks, and there was multiple sports things on, and there was not one TV with the Sabres game on. So it's not, it's not just it's not just Al. There's a general kind of like want to withdraw from the Sabres right now, but – Anyone who's been watching knows that, you know, Donnie Meatballs, he kind of has something else going on with this team. Last, speaking of that, last night I was at an establishment and it was the last couple minutes of the third period and I'm following it on my phone and I'm like, oh, it's an overtime. And I had to look up and ask the bartender to change the TVs because I think NCIS rerun was on rather than the Sabres game. That's, that's where the establishment was at this point. And no one I – don't, I don't think everyone – I mean – me personally, I didn't lose fanship, but it just took a little out of it. It used to be must-watch TV, even when they weren't making the playoffs every year. Yes. And there was something about this first half of the season that just took a little bit away that I just it wasn't must-watch anymore. I couldn't I didn't have to plan my night around a Sabres game. And I, I hope to get back to that point. And I don't know, this Michael Hauser guy's kind of pulling me in a little bit. A nice little uh feel-good story that he's hey, don't get me wrong. I've I've talked to multiple you know, diehard fans that clearly think the team is much more fun to watch. But like I was looking at prior to this Islanders series, you had a team in the Sabres that lost six of seven prior games. And and five of the losses were six three, five two, six two, five one, shut out two nothing. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, is that like they kind of had? They had a little. Uh, they had a little lull after they had the initial bounce back with with Donnie. They they, they did. They, they played the Bruins, right? Wasn't it Bruins and like Rangers, Capitals? Bruins? Yeah, like it was. It was some better teams. And let's just face it, no Eichel. Uh, like again, Reinhardt's playing great. And anyone who's arguing, yep. 
I, uh, we kind of looked a little bit egg on our face over at train arc. We were kind of saying like, why does everyone prioritize Sam Reinhardt so much? But clearly he's proven it this year, doing it without Eichelin. I think the big thing is, I, I'm not like the first person to say this, and I won't be the last person, him at center is like the solution as long as he can play there. We we went from we need centers to now Granado came in, and now you're looking at Eichel, Reinhardt, Middlestack, Cousins. Like that's it's, that's, that's a core you build around. I mean, Cousins yeah. as your third-line center is sick. He's going to be getting amazing exactly. matchups, and that's how you generate – a Roy Fenneganoff Vanek line of like that 2005, yep. six, seven area that was just dominant. A lot of those Rangers highlights yep. going around the internet this, uh, what was it yesterday? Yeah. Yesterday was, I think, I don't even know the year, but it was the anniversary. Yeah, where, where were you on that game when, uh, when Drury tied it with, uh, seven seconds left? Take a guess. At the well, game? No. Smokies. At, uh, okay. With the, with the Bills flag flying out high? <laughs> yes, sir. Were either you guys were either you guys there on for? No, no I, was, I was I was in college at the time. So I was there at I, uh, State and Sirloin on uh, Maple Road. I was out the randomly watching the game. Scotch, Scotch, and Sirloin. Yeah. <laughs> Scotch and Sirloin is such a ridiculous place to have been for that game. That's amazing. That is amazing. Absolutely amazing. Just like just like that game was. Everyone was giving each other's noogies probably at. Uh, it's got you in sirloin. But, Maniac, real quick. The reason why I'm so frustrated is, yeah. I Everybody's not- frustrated. You are, you are not alone. You are not alone. Oh, and this is from a gambling perspective, too. I mean, the lines have been awful. Uh, I How did the Islanders win two, or lose two in a row is just – and blue leads. They were winning, they were winning in both two games. 2 nothing Islanders. I didn't look at the live odds, but at 2 nothing Islanders, those live odds with – Hauser in that had to be at least minus five thousand. At I mean, least at, minus at, five thousand. At one point yesterday, I saw twenty five hundred. Yeah, it, it probably was higher, but like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> I don't what, know. Terrible. Two parlays the past two nights I've lost because of the Sabers winning. The only team that's blew the parlay. It's just unbelievable. And I it's feel tough. like if I if I bet that if I bet on them, they're, they're awful. Lose. Of course, they're gonna lose. So. I played that game once or twice. And Brandon, sure. got, Brandon, got to ask you, and Timothy, same thing if you can hear me. Who do you guys got winning the cup this year? I, I don't want to say it because it hurts me, but uh-huh. I honestly think, yeah, I honestly think Toronto. Oh no! Whoa. I don't want to say. It. I, I think they're all. I think you know they're they put themselves in a well NHL put themselves in a conference where they can just sit there and play offense. Um, they're scoring. I, I just, I just see, I just see them, uh, you know, getting a little bit farther than they have been in the playoffs. And uh, I think it's more of just kind of betting my feelings because when it comes to these type of things, the stuff that I don't want to happen always happens. So I just see them just breaking my heart and, and seeing Toronto win it, and I don't want it at all. And, and potentially hoisting the cup in Buffalo. Uh, I forgot uh, about that. Yeah, yeah, that's upsetting. That 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 hurts even more now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I am. I don't like Toronto, and I, I know I people don't believe me, but I honestly think that Austin Matthews is not as good of a player as people make him out to be. I think he is an opportunistic player that plays with amazing playmakers on his line. I never see him make a play, meaning he's always right place, right time. He's always in the right spot, and I'm not saying that makes him a good hockey player, but the like all-star elite playmakers like a McDavid, like a Crosby, I just don't see that from him. Well, 
All right. Well, our our McDavid, our Crosby, a.k.a. McKinnon on the Avalanche, will hopefully be starting our run next week, Al. Oh, I can't wait. Timothy, you got your pick? Honestly, I haven't paid enough attention to any sports since the Bills season ended. I couldn't even tell you who's going to make the playoffs. Tim, I'll be honest, Tim, I mean, you're not like a diehard hockey fan, right? Like you're a casual. No, I follow the Sabres, and then, like, for me, it's more about UB basketball. I mean, I followed UB basketball in the tournament, and I'll follow football. But I'm, I watch the Sabres, and I don't watch the rest of the league. So. All right. Well, what are, you, guys what, are you guys are getting a live feed. The press box at our hockey uh, rink right now. Tim's running the board, doing doing a live show, <laughs> taking stats down. <laughs> He's doing a ton of heavy lifting. Move that spinners in West Seneca. Tim, what's your what's your hot take on Imbala uh, declaring for the draft? Then, as a UB basketball guy, Imbala declaring for the draft. Uh, I don't know why anybody from you I mean from UB. Who, yeah, he yeah. Did, he, did, he just did like an hour ago. I don't know why anybody from UB would declare from the draft early. I mean, I, you'd think you would just play all four years. I just... You would think. You would think for sure. But, nope, Mbala's going to check it out. Al, likely likely a Javon. Go up there, network with the people, see what you need to work on, and then come back and do your best to dominate. 100%. The only reason you'd leave is because you knew the rest of the team wasn't really coming back. And but they're returning a lot of players, aren't they? I don't feel like they're losing. They're, they're returning a solid core for sure, oh, yeah. right, Al? They're basically a given one projected one or two seed in the MAC this hey, year. Hey, Bertram's coming back. That's all that matters. Absolutely, couldn't have said it better myself. And we got to the bottom of the screen here, though. It was the story of the weekend: Bills draft picks and Beanstalk. So, guys, what was your uh, both your biggest takeaways here from uh, the? Draft uh, event. Let's start with uh, Brandon first. I uh, I loved – well, so my feeling of it was I loved how relaxed I was watching it. It was nice to kind of kick back, relax, not have to worry about them blowing it. And then when it got down there, I don't mind it. I He said that he wanted to build up the line, and it, it showed. I like a GM that states something, and then it actually goes and does what he's saying. He wanted to build up both sides of the line, so we build up both sides of the line. I love the beast of players they got. Uh the first round pick, Greg Russo. I think I pronounced that right, Russo. Uh, and their next guy. And you can't go wrong with uh, taking anyone named Boogie, by the way. So I, I feel like he has to be good so we can we can have a good player named Boogie on the on the Bills. And by the way, I saw this. This looks photoshopped. This I know looks like not- one of those pictures where one of the one of the people <laughs> is photoshopped and way bigger because it's like I mean, just look at McDermott's eye trajectory. <laughs> it, it's it's at his chest. Yeah, he's at his nipple line right there. That is exactly what he's looking at. Unbelievable. I mean, and, and then and the and the one thing that it, I, I'm curious of what he was thinking, being while drafting was realistically two of these players make the team, maybe. So why not trade up? Maybe get a little bit better of a player because you didn't need all your draft picks. Maybe two starters they're looking for corner two and defensive end. So I, I'm surprised that he didn't trade up, kind of get rid of some to move up, and he just stuck with uh, his draft. So I don't know where all these players are going to go. Practice squad, release some, but we'll see what happens. Oh, we got people laughing about a board hit over at uh, at the late Timothy. What did you think of the draft? So uh, for me, I feel like we didn't draft for this year. We drafted for two to three years from now. 100%. And- Set ourselves up so we're not trying to scramble to fill Jerry Hole, Jerry Hughes's role, 
or some of the older defensive linemen that we have. And then look, all of our offensive linemen are on one to two years. Yeah. You guys are getting a live look at our lives right now. I have to do multiple things. I'm parenting. Tay's running up over yeah, you're, there. Wait, can you bring your child into the frame again? He was doing like he was doing like 360 like moves before. It was ridiculous. But but Tim, what, what, what who's your most exciting draft pick of the weekend? I mean, our first round draft pick. I feel like he, you know if he has the same production that he did in his last year in college, he could go out there and make an impact. He's not going to start the whole time. He's not going to be you know an every down starter. But in certain situations, he could go out and be a guy that gets you a sack here or two in a big spot. Love yeah, and could, and could not agree more with what what, what Tim what Tim just said when it comes to they were definitely addressing the future in this draft. Um, I was really hoping they would go defense uh, with that first pick, but they went you know edge with the first two picks with Boogie and uh, with Russo. And I mean, yeah, you got Hughes going to be a free agent, Addison. I mean, next year I think all we have at edge rusher under contract will be Apeneza, Russo, and Boogie. So yeah, I, I mean, I, I I like the moves and. You're, you're getting to the point where with this Bills team, you're going to be paying Josh Allen $35, $40 million a year. And what are the most expensive positions typically you got to pay for? Those are your offensive yep. tackles and those are your edge rushers. And that's what the Bills did in the first four picks. Two defensive ends, two offensive tackles. I love what they're doing for the future because realistically, I know they drafted, what was it, Tommy Doyle and Spencer Brown out of Northern Iowa and Miami of Ohio. You're going to be hoping one of those guys can step in for Daryl Williams and he can potentially cut Daryl Williams, who is what, making $8 million a year? Yep. So it's, uh, it's, it's definitely for the future. Love what Bean did. To me, yeah, it was, again, not to get too complimentary because I know some people didn't like the pick. Some people didn't like Rousseau on nice night one when it happened, even though I think even though they have come around a little bit over the last couple of days. But yeah, everyone was expecting corner. Everyone was expecting maybe oh, a playmaker, but instead you get drafted those depth positions for when the Allen extension, the Edmonds extension, the Trey White extension, the exactly. Diggs money, those are all kicking in. Yeah, now you have these rookie, these friendly deals with depth of where you're going to need it. So it's just an example of kind of foresight from being that maybe we're not used to as Bills fans. I know we're still kind of getting used to how he kind of makes moves and is able to maneuver the draft. I think everybody going into this offseason thought we were going to at least lose a couple players, but for the most part, yeah. everyone's back. So it's been very impressive with uh, how that's been done. Speaking of impressive, Al, we are four hours and 48 minutes away. Producer Burrs turns 30. Oh, boy. Producer Burrs turning 30. That's a scary sight. Um you know, Maniac and myself, we already went through turning 30, and it was, uh, yeah, you know, it's not fun, but, yeah, a guy like producer Burrs, Burrs on the Rocks coming out on Friday, Cinco de, <laughs> Cinco de Mayo tonight. His so birthday's it's a big lead-in. His birthday's at midnight. I hope he's okay for that show or that episode on Friday. That's all I'm going to say. It's all downhill from there, man. 30. It's all the body. My body started to go downhill at 30. I just turned 35 last Sunday. So You're 35? Yeah, I'm 35. I know I you. Was, you look too good to be 35. I was not. Yeah. I I honestly thought you were in your 20s. Wow. And, and that's your house that you're broadcasting from right now. Your your living abode. This is my living abode. I uh, I live in a loft downtown. Dude, so those, is, those uh, windows are amazing. I gotta figure out oh, where yeah. you're living. Get in there. All right. <laughs> All right. But a huge shout tip. We're winding out. We got some just some last uh, tri some trickling topics here. We obviously talked about our Avalanche future. We actually already talked about Imbala declaring for the draft, so we knocked out a couple of these. But Al, 
alcohol is back at Seneca Casinos. And I was just going to say, is it not perfect timing for producer Burr's birthday? (laughs) The ultimate early birthday gift. It's going to be interesting to see what happens there. um, Because you're seeing like at that, the Blue Jays games in Buffalo, you have to wear a mask in your seat unless you are eating or drinking. So you're always eating and drinking. So I guess you're not, you know what I mean? It's Buffalo. What do they expect? Everyone's going to be drinking or eating. That's what I'm saying. I think people are going to be guzzling drinks at Seneca Casino and at Salem Field this year to keep those masks. Hot dog constantly in the ready position. That's what it's going to be. Then we mask free if all you have to do is hold a hot dog. (laughs) I know. We're we're, we're joking about Obviously, we want everyone to stay safe. It's great, though. I mean, the talk of events, the talk of things happening – I don't want to get ahead of ourselves because uh, there's obviously still work to be done and there's, you know, necessary uh, measures to be taken. But it seems like a lot of things are moving in the right direction for a nice second half here of 2021. So keep it to folks. Go make sure you follow Game on Buffalo if you want to get on those events. Softball, kickball, hockey, and cornhole. much, much more. Cornhole. Cornhole and canal side. Oh, my God. What do we got? Oh, I thought something was sneaking into the screen over there, but it was just a balloon. It's a balloon from a party here that happened over the weekend at Spinners. So, oh, classic Spinners party! Brandon, any uh, any shout outs for the uh, team before we go? No, I yeah, I appreciate everything, and I you know we have a great team at Game on Buffalo. Obviously, Marty, Tim, and I. Uh, we have a uh, another uh, minority owner in Tom, um, and then we obviously have Amber that's always uh, running around. I'm assuming she might be playing right now, uh, but yeah, we're we're learning as we go. And uh, we look forward to, you know, where we can take this and, you know, having some events and working with uh, the city of Buffalo and working with everyone to try to, you know, try to push these along and get back to normal. And we look forward to seeing you guys out at one of our events again. I mean, you guys, uh, you guys made a nice scene last time and it was, it wasn't a bad one. It was, uh, it looked like you guys are out there having a lot of fun and I hope that we uh, can, there you are. I hope I can, uh, hope I can get you guys back out to another event and uh, have a little bit more fun. Brandon, you got got any locks tonight? Any picks? For what? Anything, you know what? I uh, I don't bet on sports really? at all. I know, I know it's uh, it, it <laughs> it's something I, I so I always bet, I always bet my feelings as I mentioned regarding the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, every single time uh, the Patriots would play the Bills, I would bet the Patriots. So even if I, lo- I lost yeah. the Bills game, but at least I made some money on it. But um, I feel I haven't, I haven't, I think I'd be a very addictive personality when it came to something like that. So I've always tried to steer away, but Smart I know point. I see you guys all the time going back and forth and it looks like it's a lot of fun and uh, it would get me into games that I probably would never watch to begin with. So uh-huh. I wish I had some for you. I apologize. No, you're good. You've never cared about Korean baseball. So you've got money yeah. on the line. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But folks, again, a huge shout out to the Gantzy. Al, any shout outs before we go? I know you've been I know you've been grinding at the work this week. Uh shout out to Joe Cons. Fair. That's yeah, honestly. Talk about Big grinding. Shout out Conzi. That guy's grinding nonstop 24-7. So shout out to Cons and trainwrecksports.com. And uh tonight, my play, lock of the night, Vegas Golden Knights money line in a must-win situation at the wild. They're only minus a cheap price on the road, like minus one fifteen. I like the value there. Knights, uh, you're you're knights, but they're our avalanche, and that's who we'll be rooting for because you know we want that free money, folks. Again, a huge shout out to the at Game on Buffalo crew. Make sure you're giving them a follow. Make sure you're enjoying yourself. We are into May. It's Cinco de Mayo, and you know 
if there's one place to have a good night now, Al, I think it's Outlet Liquor. So that's that said, it's Cinco de Mayo. Everyone go make sure you have a good night, night. now. Outlet Liquor is your place to buy a case. Stock up and save when you shop the lowest prices available every day at Outlet Liquor. You never have to wait for a sale. The more you buy, the more you save. Only at Outlet Liquor. What's your outlet?